in today's episode we are going to talk about counseling of employees counseling has become an important part of organization in today's world in a world where people are coming from different parts of the country from different parts of the world they bring with them a background of different culture they have different educations different ways of looking at things different perceptions and in an ever changing dynamic environment there are many things which can put pressure and which can cause stress to an employee which will impact his performance which will impact his productivity and effectiveness of work and definitely some ways have to be found to address that and counseling is a very effective way in which these emotional stresses can be handled in organizations so the need for counseling can be seen very clearly also in day to day life many a times we find that a member of the family a friend mother father may be in need of counseling from someone else to bring them out of the emotional stress that they are going similarly in organizations also employees sometimes need counseling so it is uh, the process involves rapport building explore exploration of what the problem is okay and counseling is an art which requires serious effort on the part of both the parties on the part of counselee and also on the part of the person who is counselling a serious effort is required on their part to make sure that the person who is undergoing that problem comes out of it and he is able to uh, you know perform in a better manner so let us look at what counseling basically means the term counseling refers to the help given by a superior to his subordinate in improving the latter's performance it is a process of helping the employee to achieve better adjustment with his work environment to behave as a psychologically mature individual and help in achieving a better understanding with others so that his dealings with them can be effective and purposeful so what is the basic objective the basic objective of counseling is an overall development of the employee counseling helps a person to overcome emotional problems and weaknesses relating to his performance okay so when we say performance counseling 
we are looking at helping an employee understand his own performance find where he stands in relation to others and identify ways to improve his skills and performance it focuses essentially on the analysis of performance of the job okay and um, also the training needs for further improvement and also if there is any need for counseling let us first look at the need and importance of counseling in various organizations so the factors which call for a systematic effort in employee counseling uh, please remember that counseling counseling is a systematic process okay formal counseling is a planned and systematic way of offering help to the subordinates by expert counselors informal counseling could be concerned with day to day relationship in which the manager is uh, uh, you know giving some advice to the to the subordinates but formal counseling will be a systematic and planned effort secondly counseling involves a process the whole process aims to help others to help themselves by making better choices and becoming better choosers of uh options okay and in counseling the counselor and the client work together to explore every aspect of the client's circumstances and enable him to reevaluate his or her experience and capabilities and potential and perform to the best of his ability okay and counselors Uh, you know make sure and they facilitate full and confidential expression of the client's feelings without uh, diverting any attention to their own feeling it's an art it's um, it's not an easy process because the the person who is being counseled may not be very open about the problems that he is feeling and the counselor will not be able to help him much in case the counselee is not confiding in him and counselor's job is to sort of hold a mirror for the client so that he can see the situation from a new perspective a lot changes if you are able to see the same situation in a different perspective if you keep thinking along the same lines if you keep uh, you know thinking about the same thing and you're not able to see another person's point of view that leads to problem that leads to emotional problems and that ultimately hampers your productivity need and importance of employee counseling the first factor in this is conflict both interpersonal and intergroup conflicts may cause emotional disorders in an organization different people are working together these are people who come from different backgrounds 
they come from different places they come from a different culture different points of view values needs education and they are interacting together they are interacting working together and it is natural that some kind of conflicts will develop because each one has a different way of looking at things each one has a different perception organizational change also sometimes contributes to changes in relationship among people the result is that conflict is inevitable part of an organizational life it's not um, necessary that everybody who's working in an organization needs counseling to be able to work in a smooth manner there are uh, lots of people who who do not uh, need counseling who are able to make these adjustments on their own yet all the same that there are also people in the organization who are not able to resolve these conflicts on their own who are not able to come out of that situation uh, on their own they are the people who are in need of counseling and um, if they are not counseled definitely their productivity is hampered another uh, reason and importance of counseling arises from the frustration frustration that a worker or an employee may feel due to some reason it is the result of motivation drive being blocked to prevent one from reaching the desired goals for example let's say that while a worker is working uh, you know his work is um, interrupted time and again he is not able to meet the required goals he starts feeling frustrated or he is willing to uh, willing to work hard but he is not getting the required response from the others in the organization again that frustration and irritation steps in and it, the situation may become more serious in the long run and um, you know it might uh, become that long run frustration such as blocked opportunity for promotion may arise and reaction of any kind of frustration normally normally is aggression apathy withdrawal uh, physical disorders etc and you see the basic thing is that uh, counseling should be able to help the employees uh, help to reduce the frustration which the employee may be feeling they uh, the counselor may be able to help him choose a mature course of action now related to this is stress stress on the job is desirable to some extent if it is a mild stress not sustained over a long period of time excessive stress again may result in physical and emotional disorders and lower effectiveness lower effectiveness of the employee uh, now we do read about it that stress is a major contributor to 
employ emotional disorders and also physical disorders it manifests in physical disorders so uh, and over a prolonged period of time uh, you know this can lead to all sorts of problems uh, in the human body so because of all these reasons it is very important it becomes an important part counseling becomes an important part of organizations so keeping this in mind what is the role and function of employee counseling advice one of the important functions of counseling is offering advice to the counselee the counselor has to understand the problem completely before offering any type of advice and suggesting a course of action then secondly reassurance in order to give courage to face a problem increase the level of con uh, confidence counseling provides employees with reassurance uh, okay then communication counseling will help to improve both upward and downward communication in an upward direction it is the key for the employees to make the management know their feelings how they are feeling about certain things and um, another part of counselor's job is to discover emotional problems which could be related to the company's policies and again try to convey them to the management uh, then releasing of emotional tension also happens and there is clarified thinking which the employee gains these are all the benefits they will lead to an improvement in personal effectiveness the employee will learn to respond and adjust more positively to people and situations he is able to clear the mind of the emotional irritants overcome his personal weaknesses and work more effectively steps in effective counseling there are different stages or steps in effective counseling counseling is an art it requires serious effort on the part of counselee to learn from each situation and stand on his own counselor is there to lend a helping hand clarify the things for him and enable the counselee to look at the picture himself clearly counselor is there to show him the alternative paths and suggest the action plan for improvement both the parties have to be willing to invest their time and energy okay so the first stage in this whole process is the preparation stage so the aim is to establish a rapport a aim is to establish a rapport between the two and prepare a base for communication this would generate the necessary confidence in the employee and assure him of the counselor's uh, 
genuine interest in helping him okay and counselor must listen to the feelings and concerns of the of the person carefully and attentively and um, you know make him feel comfortable make him feel that uh, he is willing to listen to his um, his problems etc counselor should convey warmth and concern for the subordinate this is the initial stage of rapport building then the second stage could be the intermediate stage once the rapport is established then the counselor has to concentrate on seeking more information from the employee to understand the problem besides active listening counselor should help the employee find his own weaknesses and problems through open and exploring questions he should be encouraged to open up and talk more on the problem and this would enable both the parties to uncover various dimensions of the problem clearly once the key issue is identified uh you know then it's easier to work on that the key issue could be anything it could be that um the employee is not able to get along with the colleagues he has not been promoted despite his hard work he is not getting appreciated he is not getting overtime uh, he is not getting leave it could be anything and but uh, the it has to be diagnosed the key issue has to be found out the third stage would be action planning counseling should finally help the employee find alternative ways of resolving the problem the problem is there doesn't mean up you have told it to the counselor and it finishes it's there but we all have to resolve it the employee has to find alternative ways of resolving the problem the list of alternatives could be generated after two or three brainstorming sessions merits and demerits of each course of action can also be talked about and then the best course of action picked up keeping in mind uh, the the various things like uh, colleagues work related issues etc employee should be encouraged to self monitor the action plan without seeking further help from the from the employee from the counselor and role of the counselor is that um, it is a two way process and there are many occasions in work situations where the worker feels the need for guidance and counseling which is provided by the counselor requirements of effective counseling let us look at few points in this for effective counseling the prerequisites are as follows first employee's desire to find solution to the problem with expert advice and assistance of the counselor it has to come from the employee you cannot force counseling on anybody if the employee or the person himself realizes that he is in need of counseling 
and he is willing to open up then only the counselor will be able to help him secondly open two way communication between the counselor and employee it is a two way communication if uh, if it is not an open communication the counselor will not be able to identify what is it that is troubling the employee thirdly genuine concern of counselor for providing necessary help to the employee and develop him further and fourthly influenced by the counselor by recognizing employee's feelings sharing his experiences and ideas by posing questions that would stimulate employee's thinking and by helping him solve the problem so counselor has to give sufficient importance to the communication process at no time the employee should feel that uh, he is being laughed at or he is not being taken seriously and uh, there can be three different types of counselings uh, that we can look at directive counselling non-directive counselling and cooperative counselling these are the three different types in non-directive counselling it's called employee centered counseling it is the process of skillfully listening and encouraging a counselee to explain what is bothering him to explain the bothersome emotional problems understand them and then determine the course of action central point in such counseling is that counselee and not the counselor central point is the counselee This technique is mostly used by professional counselors but managers can also practice it in their organization. So the role of counselor in this would be simply to listen to the person and try to understand his feelings and encourage him to discover and follow improved course of action. nothing more than that he should avoid blaming or praising or raising any kind of doubts etc the second is directive counseling it is a process of directing the employee to solve their emotional problems through advice reassurance communication release of tension counselor will listen to the emotional problem and then decide what the employee should do and motivates the employee to do that so this is more proactive the counselor is just not just listening but he is discussing every aspect and then he is also helping the employee to devise the solution and suggests ways to get out of it the third one is cooperative counseling employers make limited use of non directive counseling uh you know because it requires professional counselors and it is very uh, expensive also and directive counseling is also not accepted by uh, most of the employees that is why organizations generally use counseling which falls between these two uh, extremes and it is called cooperative counseling 
because it uses the cooperative efforts of both the counselor and the counselee. It is neither entirely counselor-centered nor counselee-centered. It requires that both of them come forward with their varied experience, knowledge, perspective, and insights to resolve the counselee's problem in a work-together situation.